tawa mai i roka, tū tawa mai i raro, tū tawa mai i roto, tū tawa mai i waho. Kia tau ai, te Māori tū, te Māori ora, ki te katoa, hauie, huie, taikie. Welcome to the Modern Māori Entrepreneur, a podcast that hopes to answer what is a kaupapa Māori business, how are things changing for Māori in business, what's important for you to succeed, how does entrepreneurship lead to tino ranga tinotanga. This episode we meet Ezra Hiruani from No Mai Rā, kaupapa Māori power company, the first of its kind. No Mai Rā teams up with its customers to support their chosen charities, Marae Okura, not for the profits, but as part of their ordinary power bill. Whether the company runs a profit or not, the money is still donated to the cause. We dig into Ezra's early efforts to take his opportunities in hand and turn some pretty amazing profits from a small handful of cash. We find out how he's turned his life experiences into a positive path that has led him to success and his plans to turn things around for Māori. I caught up with Ezra in lockdown for COVID-19 and spoke to him via phone. The audio quality is not the best, but it's words of gold and well worth listening to. Well, look, hey, I really appreciate you doing this. I've known you for years and I know I've done some research on your, your business history yeah. and we talked about your businesses that you did with your brother before. So I thought here is a guy that's really making it happen for yourself. Uh, is that about right? Oh, I'm trying to, you know. <laughs> yeah, the fat lady hasn't sung yet, but yeah, yeah, trying to, bro. Where did you grow up? I guess. And where, where, where were you starting? Um, so I was born in Tokoro. Yeah. Um, and then due to asthma issues, we had to move away. So right. my parents took me to um, to Australia. Oh wow. And so I, yeah, I, I grew up over there. Yeah. And what did your parents do at that time? Were business they... for themselves or did they office jobs? No, no, just, um, yeah, no, dad was just yeah. a labourer, no storeman, you know, that kind of level. And mum was just, you know, would do odd jobs to pick up extra cash and all that kind of stuff. And you've got a big family, brothers, sisters? Uh, I've got... Um, Four siblings, including myself, so older sister, younger oh, sister, cool. and a younger brother. Yeah, yeah. And what was it like growing up in that time? Did were they? Did they? Did your parents push you, or you know, through school, or did they set goals for you? Or no, nah, they kind of just let me do whatever I wanted, and then when I um, when I chose what I wanted to do, they just supported a hundred percent, sort of thing. So. Yeah. What what gave you yeah. the idea of, of, of business? I mean you're a young fellow, so business must have been in your sights and your and your goals pretty early on. Um, no, not really. So I um served a two year um mission for the Church Year's Latter-day Saints and on there I met I was surrounded by um you know, a few rich people and yeah. a few entrepreneurs. Um, previous to coming out and serving, um, and just fell in love with the concept pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so kind of all sparked from there. Was there a particular there. person that you, you thought 
you know, are they pretty cool or a teacher or a mentor? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, it's just, just one of the guys that I um, I served with. His name's Harry Parada. Um, yeah, so he, he kind of just... Some PT told me one night that he um, couldn't fall asleep until he um, visualised himself a millionaire. <laughs> He says it's the only thing that would put him oh, to sleep. Um, but but just the way that he went about, you know, the way that he did things, I was like, oh man, it's yeah. so cool. And he you know, just often often spoke about, I don't want to be in a dead end job for the rest of my life, and yeah, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, wants to look after his family one day, and I want to. I, I've, I've always wanted the, the blessings of what a a business right. could do for you. I just didn't know it was business. It yeah. could do for you sort of thing. And so in school, you you so you, you were pretty okay in school? You were pretty average or? Nah, I was useless at school. Yeah. Just did what so I, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Best thing I got out of school is probably my wife. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I didn't. I didn't pass. Like I got NCA level yeah. one, just got past level two, and then failed. Gosh, level yeah. three. And so going on this um, this mission really opened your eyes to a lot of things. And I can imagine going into a, a different culture in a different place. Yeah, must correct. Have been... You know, you imagine you imagine going door to door, selling religion. Gosh. Yeah, no, it's not an easy gig. <laughs> So you, you learn a lot of fortitude and a lot of perseverance and, and courage there, I guess. Yeah, rejection and all that kind of stuff and how not to take it all too seriously and treat it like a game. And so once you finished your mission, what happened then? Did you come back to New Zealand or what was your path? Yeah, came back to New Zealand, married my wife, went to went to um, Wintech. So I didn't qualify for uni because of my schooling. Right. So had to go to Wintech. Yep. Um, yeah, and then just started dabbling. So like bringing stuff in from China, selling it, yeah. reinvesting. Yeah. So yep. really starting from scratch and, and grass grassroots sort of selling, practical. Wow. Yeah. Like I used at Wintech, you can get a course, your course-related cost, which is $1,000 yeah. a year. So I used that and bought some products in. I think we ended up making like 15K. 15K. And what were the products you selling? What did you bring in? Uh, stickers. Stickers. 15K from stickers. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so there's some real hustle going on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of well. It cost, it cost me. Um, I think it was like two hundred and fifty to bring in the stickers, yeah. and then I just kept the rest just to muck around. Yeah. With. So you must have had pretty much a, a good personal drive, um, belief in yourself to keep keep going with that kind of hustle, you know. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Definitely believed. You know, the the mission basically set up heaps of um. Like, if anyone asked me um. For advice and stuff like that, I tell them to go serve yeah. a mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like just you know, like the, the mission schedule is you're up at six in the morning, and um, 
you, you don't hit the you don't hit the hay till ten thirty at night, and you you leave the flat like, and that's all you pretty much do. Get out there and find ways to help people understand the gospel, sort of thing. You know, it's a, it's more it's more of a spiritual journey, and it's real spiritual. But I mean, the ethics yeah. behind it. It's kind of, you know, and you only, you only call home twice a year, 40 Gosh. minutes. Yeah, you can, so I could only call um, my family on Mother's Day and Christmas. Wow. Yeah, so you don't, um, you, you, you don't have long. Yeah, yeah. It must have been, must have been so, rewarding though. I mean, you know, to keep you, keep you tracking in that, you must have gotten something very strong out of it. Yeah, heck yeah. I mean, you know, no TV, no radio. No phones. Like if you, you're pretty much your family don't really know what's going on unless you write them a letter. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you kind of you kind of have a view of you know. So I I did that, and straight after my mission of working and all that kind of stuff, I worked in a, I um was a funeral director. Wow. And so yeah, and so you kind of you know you kind of see life from the bottom. Yeah, for sure. In those, you know, in those situations, so yeah, so the belief just kind of builds off, yeah, you know, doing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you you were hustling and you sold the stickers and you got the fifteen k. Did that give you a taste of of success and did that did it inspire you? What was the next step for you after that? I mean, you must have. Yeah, so I, I don't. Yeah, I don't really have an idea and all that kind of stuff. I just knew I always wanted to go to China yeah. and do some stuff over there. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I just kind of knew that I needed to learn how to do business first, like more. Right. Um, and so instead of taking an idea, I started like looking at things that would help me. So when the idea came, I knew what to do. Right. So educating yeah, yourself. So and Yeah, that's why I worked, I worked at the chamber. And I, you know, I said to myself, I'll work there for two years. Yeah. Because I'll learn how to, you know, sell a product now that, that has a monetary exchange and all that kind of stuff. Like online, I had that, you know, that was all good. Yeah. You know, I wanted to know how to, like, deal with businesses and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, that's why I did that. And then went to China, stayed over there for a bit, learned a bit of the language. Yeah, and then... That's another culture shock in itself. Going to China, I mean, we're all human, we're all the same, but you know, the culture is so so different. Yeah, correct. Way different. You never get to see the head honcho until the deal's almost done. Can you, is there any stories you've got about that? About going to China and meeting people and learning about business there or yeah see because i i heard of those stories and stuff like that but when we went over we met the head hunter straight away wow you know we were in with them you know they'd buy us food and all that kind of stuff so no it's generally that the biggest difference with over there is they just they're all about the relationship they they'll meet with you 10 times before you do anything right just to make sure that you know through the tough times yeah that they've got a mate that they can rely on and all and yeah and likewise sort of thing so, yeah 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 like um we've got a 
a person now that supplies one of our apparel businesses. And obviously with COVID-19, we've just got a good relationship where, you know, we just help each other through right. everything that's happening sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Was there some struggles that you faced setting up your business in Ch- with Ch- the Chinese uh, side of things, um, the bureaucracy or, or things like that? How did you manage to overcome those sort of struggles? Um, to be honest, most of the struggles were with, were with our um, internal team over here in New Zealand. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, there's your obvious teething issues, you know, when you when you design a product and then you send it over for a sample and it comes back and it's not quite right, so you have to start all over again. And, right. You know, there's, but that's just, that's, that happens with every business, you know, you just kind of, oh, we thought this would look nice and then you see it on, then you see it in design, it doesn't look nice and so you have to do it again. And But, yeah, most of the problems came from um, four shareholders, well, three, the decision-making shareholders and directors, like not understanding. Yeah. Uh, what we're doing, right? So you you talked before about having a business with your with your brother doing doing food catering sort of things. Can you tell us a little bit about that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all at the chamber. Yeah, keep a, a decent income coming through while you're at the chamber on the chamber's wage, or yeah, it's just because something you know just supplemented the. You know, well, we were able to buy a house a year after wow. leaving school. So, yeah, it kind of, yeah, it did it right. Yeah. It did it right. Yeah, yeah. So you, what kind of lessons did you take? I mean, obviously you, you've you've got a lot of perseverance and fortitude and um, for want of a better word, your determination, your pig-headedness to see things through, obviously. What kind of things have you learned from your time in that period running, you know, working a full-time job and um, running businesses as well. What kind of things did you you take away from that? I don't know. That's a good question. You know, I'm terrible <laughs> at that. <laughs> terrible at that. Um, I don't know. Like just, uh, you just have a real hunger, you know, when you're, in those situations, you just you just want it real bad. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, especially when you start having more kids and all that stuff, it just makes you want to. Yeah, I've picked up something in me now that because I'll just keep going because. Yeah. So it's your. Uh... Your yeah, so I don't know what it is. One of your key drivers. Uh, to be fair, like my um, my my well, yes, my my wife and yeah. my children, yes. Yeah. As in family, yeah. just providing for them and making sure. I mean, you're you're sending an amazing role model to your kids. Um, what do you hope for them that they they look at you and and learn from your example? Um, well, you know, with the lockdown, they're, they're a bit upset that I always come to the office yeah. and work. So they'll often come in and say, like, it's not working, it's not working. So I guess work ethic, work, work right. ethic. You know, they just kind of, now, now that, because usually I leave and stuff yeah. like that. And so they, they don't really see it, but now that they're seeing it, you know, they just, 
or one they're not yeah. happy, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about this. Tell me about the scope yeah. of of the um of the power business. Can you tell us a little about what led you down that path? What what gave you their initial inspiration? Yeah, well, it actually happened in China when we were over there. They um, asked me to speak Maori and I couldn't speak it. And so she got my um, teacher of the tongue really angry at me um, and pretty much told me to don't bother about learning Chinese until you learn your own language. Um, yeah, and so I was like, oh, okay. And so th- um, that's not the main reason I came home, but it was one of the reasons why I wanted to come home and reconnect with Tell Maori. Because uh, she just kind of brought up, you know, sore points like I don't actually know who I am and all that kind of stuff. So you're Wankatsu Tainui or what's your whakapapa there? Yeah, Wankatsu Tainui is um, the iwi, yep. So Paihi's in my marae over yeah. in the Hauraki. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And with that realisation that you're, were you homesick or did you feel the need to, to come home and establish your roots? Was that Was that a strong thing for you? Yeah, I, uh, it grew over time. Like initially, I was like, oh, geez, she's right. And then the more I thought about it over a period of time, it was kind of like, well, you know, and then it, and then it became like a, a chip on my shoulder a little bit that I never shared with anyone. And then that's when I, I, I met up with my mate that you probably see on the Facebook page, Ben. Um, yeah, and he was just saying, this, he was he basically went through the Come. same thing. And so we, we just kind of designed this ideology that we wanted to um, use business as a tool to get back to our whanau. And so No Maida was kind of built out of that um, so ideology. No Maida is, uh, can you tell us what No Maida is for those who don't know? She's uh, so first couple for Māori mm. Power Company. Um, so we use we use power just as the commodity or the thing to trade in exchange for money that we can use to give back to support the sustainability of our heritage yeah. assets. And and so basically, with like with us, you'll pay the same as what you're paying now or less. Most times it's less, but we just say the same. And yeah. That's the, we we trying to sell the worst yeah. case scenario. Um, and then we use the profit portion of the power bill and share it back with. The person who gave us, who, who paid the power bill, back to a co-popper that they want oh, to support. Kia ora. And so, if they, you know, if they want to support their marae, then we'll send it back to their marae. Kia ora. They want to send it to, you know, to their kura, then they can send it to the kura. That's wicked. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. And are you getting a lot of buy-in from from people? Yeah, yeah. We haven't spent a dime on marketing. We've got about 350 customers and we've got about 3,000 waiting. Wow, Kyoto, that's really strong, yeah. Yeah, so we just kind of, yeah, there's a few risks we need to mitigate first before we um, before we just, you know, throw money at it and get a pumping yeah. sort of thing. Because so, yeah, getting customers right. isn't our problem. Yeah, it's, it's all the setup and all that kind of stuff. We need to make sure that, you know, like the website can cope with demand and all the switches work so when someone turns Kyoto. the power on we send Kyoto, power yeah. there and yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah 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 all the internals uh, so when you say kopapa maori what does that mean to you a kopapa maori pakahi what is 
What does that mean? I think a kaupapa Māori business is one that is built through a te ao Māori lens. Aye. So if you were to sell hats on the path Aye. 1,500 years ago, Aye. that would be kaupapa Māori because it would be sold through a Māori lens. Kia ora. And so much like us, you know, our two power te oro te whānau, so how do we make sure that we're, you know, supporting the well-being of our whānau through power? Um, and then the second one is koha te koha mai. So what are we using the revenue that we, we gain from the company to support type of Māori goals? Kia ora, yeah. And so, because we, like, we kind of looked at it and like, well, because you know, people say, well, what makes it Māori? It's like it's literally intrinsically built through a Māori lens. Kia ora. So you can't not give back. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's it's not like so we we've made the giving back part a part of the bill rather than a part of the profits, and so what mm. that means is even if we're losing money, mm. the co-op still gets money. Kia yeah. And so it's not like oh we can run at a loss and not use any of our profits to give back. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally yeah. It's all. Yeah. So when you say what's a, when when the question's asked, what's a co-op a multi business? In my opinion, it's a business set up with our Māori lens. Kia ora. You, you've, you've had a really awesome journey, by the sounds of it, and with some ups and downs, I guess. Um, what are some of the, the tips and tricks you might think of to say to, to a new Māori business? What would be some tips and tricks you might have to for them to get going or, or, or grow? I think... Well, I, I don't know if it's a tip or trick, but something that's always helped me is, is realising and not being afraid of knowing, of sharing how much I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because it's, well, the reason why I say this is because a lot of people starting out in business, they don't know a lot, right. but as they start learning, yeah. they start becoming an older. Right. And then all of a sudden, that's when progression stops. So, yeah, they get a big head. Yeah, correct, correct. And it's not it's not like um like a big head in the sense of um being boastful and all that all that kind of stuff. It's just more so like so they just stop learning. They stop asking questions. They feel ashamed to ask questions right. because they feel like they should already know it. Right. They don't look like an idiot. Yeah. So it's, I, I think it's just more so just not being afraid. Like that whole like. No, uh, the most you know, dumbest question is the question not asked, sort of thing. Right. It's keeping it's keeping that mentality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, I mean, yeah, there's so much you don't know, and by you not knowing it, it just stops all growth. Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, like, so I've got mentors. I've got you know our seed, our our person that gave us seed funding for no might ask. As a power guru, and like I just annoy him with questions all day long. <laughs> so there's a lot of support out there for Māori Pākehi coming out through. I mean, can you? Ah, uh, there's, there's a lot of no, nah, like you kind of have to know a cousin who knows a cousin, you know? Right. Yeah, you see, you see people like getting funding for things that you just like. What the hell? How do they do that? They're just fixing their farm up, you know? Yeah, I mean, no, nah, there's, I mean, they. A lot of people say there is and stuff like that, but I haven't seen it. 
you know. Yeah. And the, the, you get you get support from other Maori in business. Yes. Because they understand the struggle too. So it's the networking and the total there that makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think the the landscape of the Maori business world is changing? I mean, you you've been going for five years now. Is that right? No matter. Um, well, in business, you've been going for more than five years. How how have you seen things change, or is it is it always going to be a struggle like this? Have you, are things getting better for business Maori businesses? Um, well, I've only been in the Maori business game for you know a couple of years. Right. Um, no, I don't see it getting any easier to be honest. Because you, you still have to put the work in, you know. You still right. Because like even myself, I wouldn't support anyone who, you know, won't put their own skin in or yeah. won't go hard themselves. Yeah. But I'll, I'll like, yeah. Well, if basically, if you're willing to work, then it'll get easier. Right. Because then other people, that's when other people, you know, start coming in. Right. Like no, because no one has your back right at the start, but your family. Kilda. But then, but then when you start getting some runs on the board, all of a sudden everyone wants to be a jump on the bandwagon. Kilda, understand? Yeah, yeah. So, but that's what. But you know, I've been treated that way, but then also I treat others that way, and it's not out of spite or anything. It's just you know, just there's all these things like you got kids, you've got family, you've got business, you've got bills to pay, and so if someone comes to you and says, "I've got an idea." And then you ask them, what have you done? And they say nothing. What well, you, you kind of don't really want to. Right. Yeah. You've got put to put any more effort. Yeah. You've got to do the mahi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. so it's not like a negative, like I'm not going to help you until you do something. But it's, saying, right, it's just like, if I had all the time in the world, but now that I'm in lockdown, I've got mates reaching out and I'm helping them. Right. But that's because I just thought, well, you know, you've got nothing left to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, when you've got time, I'll give time, but. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then with the Moda, um, where do you see it going from here? I mean, you're you're still in startup phase. What are your ambitions? Yeah, yep. Um, yucks. that's a good question, eh? Yeah. It, it keeps changing in the sense that because one, we're 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 applying that you know ever learning, ever growing kind of mentality. Kia And so you know we there's a few things we wanted to solve. Number one is power poverty. Yeah. So, you know, 100,000 homes in New Zealand are, are using 10% of their income to pay their power. That's a huge chunk. That's a huge chunk. You know, it's, it's, it's especially for something that's a necessity. Mm. You know, you need power sort of thing. And so we want to solve that. Um, but then in saying that, you know, we, we want to, we're trying to build a decentralized model so that, you know, we can, create employment in places like Tukuru, yeah, um, in places like Otangere, in places like yeah, little rural places where, you know, five jobs has huge impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we want to target stay-at-home mothers right. or injury-affected husbands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that have to stay home and, you know, to bring income. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's, there's that side too. But then there's the whole revitalization of Te Māori in New Zealand. So, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of different things that we've kind of got up on our board of things that we, we, we want to go after because every, everything you go after has a different, you know, comms design behind it, the way right. you promote it, the way you talk about it. Yeah. The, the brand changes in every 
sort of situation. Yeah, totally. Uh, but, but basically, it's just to increase the well-being of whānau. Kia ora. But so basically, it all, they all rest upon the two pou, which are um, toro te whānau and koha te koha mai. Kia ora. Yeah. And so it's just kind of what angle. And, and we can, basically, we can take on all angles, but it's, you know, it's which one that we we choose to take sort of thing. And right now we're just in that learn phase. Right. Of, yeah. you know, because initially we're like, oh, we just want to start a power company. Yeah. And then we started digging and digging and digging and then it's like, people are like, you should do this, you should do that. And so it's just, you know, measuring capability with capacity and all that kind of stuff. Totally. Totally. I think, that, I mean, my personal philosophy is, post-treaty settlement, um, what does rangatira mean to individual Māori? And it's self-determination. And yep. you can't determine your future if you don't have the cash flow. Cash is king. So without cash, you can't determine your future. And that comes down to um, being self-reliant, having your own independent income, um, good financial sense, education, um, and... I think entrepreneurship is really the way forward for Māori. It was back in the 1800s, and it is now, I think, um, without changing attitudes of our rangatahi and saying, how actually, you don't need to be uh, a labourer or a sports person or being employed by other people. You have the potential to create your own future through your own business. Um, that for me is rangatiratanga. Yeah. Um, yep. What are your thoughts about the, the coming generation? Do you think it's those things are, are critical to them? Or what's your opinion? Oh, I think it's critical to them, definitely, but I don't think they care about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, you know, my family and my brother and my sister and, like, you know, it's, it's all about who looks the coolest at the moment. Right. I mean, it, all, it, it, all, it always was, but even more so now. Like we were like that then, but like I still went for runs every day. Yeah. Like I, you know, I still had a goal. I still wanted to play footy. I still wanted to. So I was chasing a dream, you know, be it whatever it was. I still had something I wanted to do. Yeah. Whereas, you know, and, and all my mates were doing the same thing. You know, we were all kind of muck around, but at the same time, you know, we all went to the gym together. We all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it wasn't uncommon for there to be you know, people wanting to do something better. Whereas now, they just play games and buy things. With their parents' money. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> so it's kind of like, oh, geez, you know, like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're up to. With my kōtiro, I kind of really have that philosophy of if they want it, they need to go and earn it and do the mahi. So, mm. you know, often they'll see this latest toy on, on YouTube and they'll go, oh, I want to buy that, Dad. And I say, well, okay, that's going to, that's how many dollars and how many chores do you need to do to uh, to make that money? So they figure out, oh, yeah, it's a dollar a chore. I need to do 14 chores to get that toy. So trying to sow that seed of, well, you want, you've got a goal, this is the path that you need to follow and to do the mahi to get it because it's Correct. it's not going to come to you any other way. Um, and, you know, Daddy, can you fix this problem for me? And it's like, well, 
you've got a big brain between those two ears. Let's figure out how you can solve the problem. Um, so that's kind of my philosophy with my kids is to say it's on them. Um, yeah, correct. Yeah, absolutely. And and that'll give. It's all about sowing seed for me. Is is having these attitudes, and my girls will, will will hopefully blossom when they get booted out of home. Um, that they'll be ready to to make their way. Um, that's the hope. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it. I mean, wifey and I got this philosophy with our daughters that you know we're we're thinking about. Uh, withdrawing them from from school younger, so like looking at like the legal age is fifteen. Yeah, and so we were thinking of taking our kids out of no school and ki just sending them off to work for five Welcome years, to the and that's or whatever. Yeah, the podcast, um, the hooks, the arts, and then you know they what is a kupapa Māori business? Like we'll, how are we'll things changing for, for all their needs, business. but their money will go into a savings What is important account. for Māori right. to succeed? And so you know, minimum wage and is what seventeen whatever. Yeah, so. You know, we, we kind of estimated off 30k a year. Yeah. What is a couple of that's 150k that they'd have. How are things changing um, for Māori? When they turn 20, but then in that What's time that they're working, we want them to be able to read different business books every week. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, start off, start off monthly. How know, does entrepreneurship? Even, you know, <laughs> to a year. Yeah. And then increase the load as they get older and older. Yeah. And so, you know, we want, we want them to leave and they're, like, their 21st is like they get out of my house. <laughs> here's your money. How does entrepreneurship your knowledge sort of thing? Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. yeah, like you know, don't go out there and have a whack at it, whack of it sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what that's what we're we're thinking of doing anyway. So do you have any uh, other goals in mind in the future? I mean, obviously, Lomoda is growing. Um, you've got your core businesses that are still going. Um, is nah, there any... shut them down. Shut them down. Is there any other goals yeah. that you want to achieve before you retire? Nah, nah. <laughs> well, I mean, my, you know, Ben and I, we, we just we we we're going hard on that path, you know, to build multi businesses that give back to multi. Kia And so, you know, power is the first thing, but we're going to move into other products and just copy the same model. Yeah. But just use different products. And so, yeah, there's no, there's no, that's a good thing to talk about our next meeting, actually. Like, what's the, like, we know that's just what we want to do. Like, just, and we've got like a project map of, you know, we're going to do this and then we're going to move to this project and this project. And yeah, it's kind of, we haven't put an end date on it, but we probably should. Well, I mean, I think ambition is, is, is wonderful. And, um, you know, you sound like you're a kind of person that, that needs that next goal. Uh, am I wrong? No, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always looking at what's next. Yeah. And so, you know, what is next gives you the motivation to, to complete or, or, or push forward what you're currently working on. So, yeah. Self, yeah, correct. Self-drive and self-worth are, are pretty important, yeah. I'd say. Yep. And again, it's just like the mission, you know, just treat it like a game. Yeah. Play hard, work hard. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. And then my cup up again is just to really just uh, highlight success for our rangatahi. Hopefully, you know, I can get a bit of other people involved in business um, in saying it is possible. Yes, you have to do the mahi, but 
you can determine your own future. So I think you, you've got a great shining example of what it's like to 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 put the work, work in and, and reap the reward. So kia ora. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, no, thanks for that, bro. Appreciate that. Can I just add one little question here? Obviously, with COVID-19 come through, um, you're at home and... Is there any advice you have for people about looking at their business and pivoting? Um, is that something you're thinking about now? How to? No, well, we're an essential service, so we kind of just keep powering through. But what I am seeing a lot is like people living in regret that they didn't spend that money online. Right. Like, you know, they didn't create a Facebook page, you know, just little stuff like that. Yeah. And so it, it just be pushing them towards, you know, like, like you know, digital businesses are the only ones that survive. Right. You know, or will have a chance. Yeah. And so just, just thinking about making decisions there, really. Yeah. Like every, everyone's different, so. Yeah. Can't really say. Yeah, for sure. You know, but yeah, just my advice would be, yeah, look, look, at, look at digital strategies a little bit better than probably what they have in the past. Yeah. Tony. Thanks for listening. A final mihi to Ezra. He and his team have a dream of creating Māori businesses in every industry that give back to our people. And no Māori is just the first project they're working on. Instead of driving all their money to the big players in the power industry, they share the profits back to whānau to fund initiatives that are for the betterment of te ao Māori. With no Māori, you'll pay less or the same for your electricity supply than you do now. Then select the kaupapa you'd like to tautuko. Find out more, visit their Facebook page, Know My Da. If you like what you heard today, please show your support through visiting and liking our Facebook page and going to our Patreon page and supporting it as best you can. Please share these stories of Māori success as far and as wide as we can. Soundstripe.